The Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thanks, as always, for checking out the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Big thank yous to all of our awesome listeners and sponsors for their incredible support. Have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Please stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, for information on subscription boxes and upcoming events and workshops. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to listen to our new podcast we have coming out on the Abstract Athlete Network. One is called The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C. And follow us on social media under The Abstract Doctors. Also, make sure to check out One Man's Ethos podcast with Tony Mandrich. And you can follow us at One Man's Ethos. And you can also follow Tony on Instagram at Tony Mandrich and make sure to check out his artwork as well at TonyMandrich.com. Really excited to talk with incredible human and women's softball legend, Sam Fisher. Going to chat about her journey to softball greatness. Also going to talk about her life and what it's like to hit all of those home runs. Make sure to check out her podcast called The Unknown Pro on Apple and Spotify. And make sure to follow Sam on Instagram at Sam Fisher. That's S-A-M-F-I-S-C-H-E-R 52. And also U.S. Softball League. This is U.S.S.B. That's also on Instagram. So let's welcome Sam Fisher. Hi, Sam Fisher. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome, which sounds so weird to say this at this time. I'm, but I, I, I'm doing great, busy, and and uh, God, your weather looks awesome. Shit. Yeah, this is. I'm in California. Yeah. This is why they write all the songs. I, I, I try. I write songs, and I need. There I, you dr- go. I drive out there every year, not always to California, but out west, because I need to not live on the East Coast. And my business, <laughs> my business partner lives in Colorado, which is kind of. Okay. Destination ground zero as far as I'm concerned. So <laughs> That's um, awesome. we usually, or I, not we, the royal we, just usually just kind of dive right in. And so we're, okay. we're recording and, and going and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, I always kind of like to just get a real, like a background on who you are. Because I okay. think you're a pretty interesting person in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, first of all, you were highly recruited out of high school to play softball, but they, but you went to a small school and I, you know, I think back about my baseball career and that's probably what I should have done as opposed to, well, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We don't want to get into me, but I mean, I think, and, and just like how the unfortunate world of the, that softball has not been in the Olympics yeah. until this year. Well, which is obviously on hold now, you know. So, I mean, I think that there's a lot of like kind of cool things to talk about. Um, so, fire away. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have your own podcast, so pimp that. So, uh, you know. Um, uh, gosh, well. 
I know that's hard to like jump right in. I know, but you No, it's good. Yeah. I was born in 1990. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I like softball has been a part of my life as long as I can remember. So it was just something that I loved from a young age. And um, a lot of that love stemmed from my dad. He played baseball and then like competitive slow pitch. So that was kind of the beginnings of softball for me. Right. Uh, my mom doesn't know anything about sports. So she's just very like yeah. cheering along. She brought the snacks. Everything was good. Um, but I, I remember kind of taking a turn as far as, um, really improving and, and starting to see a future with softball when I was around, uh, 11, 12 years old, like, wait, oh my gosh, I started to grow, which helped a lot. Um, but just, I, I was always like first one at the field, last one to leave. I just love being at the field. So that just, I think made everything possible that came, uh, has come in my life and, Um, going through high school, I knew, I knew first and foremost that I did not want to go far away for college. And I think that that really helped me make those, those decisions because if Florida was recruiting me, that's already out of the hunt because it's too far. And, um, maybe that, maybe I shot myself in the foot a little bit, maybe not, but, um, but yeah, I couldn't, I didn't want to go far from home. So going through the recruiting process and LMU, um, seeing me and, and, uh, the way that that worked out was so amazing because my coach accidentally showed up to a field that I was playing at. He, he was at, like, honestly, story of my life. Like this wasn't supposed to be like this, but here we are. Hey, I, you can't complain about that shit. I mean, that's like great. <laughs> yeah. So he accidentally shows up. We were actually doing um, more drill work before the tournament started that we were at. It was like a Friday and the tournament started Saturday and I was hitting and the, my coach sat behind my dad in the stands, like of all places that he could have sat, you know, it was just one of those things where you're like, this is adding up for a reason. Right. Oh, I like that kid. My dad's like, that's That's my my kid. kid. Right. Right. And so I remember my dad coming up and telling me, Hey, the, the LMU coach is interested in you. I said, cool. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. I had no idea. Right. And he told me, he's like, Oh, they're in LA. And I said, okay, cool. Like that, that's a good start. Let's go. Yeah. And so that kind of started the uh, the the journey with LMU. But going there in those four years was it was just so perfect. Obviously, I mean, we weren't. And you were a two time two time conference player of the year, or yeah. And so I, you know, I like again. I, I mean, I I'm always about like you you make what you make, and so like yeah. you know you, you going to a smaller school is only small if if you make it that way. So it's like I think yeah. you like. You know, I, I I don't know know that it necessarily matters because I think people find you if they want to find you. You know, and- yeah, absolutely. I I love that. I think that that's something that's huge because, like, I could have I could have just said, okay, well, this is it. You know, this is where I'm what I'm going to do. But I had like I had big goals and big dreams, and I don't think that going to a small school handicapped me in any way from accomplishing that. If I would have said, well, I can't do that because I chose to go here then I don't get that. Right. So I totally agree with you there. Right. No, and I, I just, I like it just, to me, it is like you're, first of all, it, it, I always think that women's sports does not get enough credit. So, you know, like I, I think my business partner has three little girls, one of which is like a really good soccer player. And oh. so like the, the women's national soccer team, like they're heroes to her. And like, yeah. I feel the same, the same way that how, you guys 
on the team inspire girls to play softball, women's national basketball association, you know, because it just yeah. doesn't get enough credit. And, you know, like it's, it is what it is, you know, and that's right. why I'm like, it's really cool to have you on today because again, like it, it just, I was actually just talking to a buddy of mine whose daughter plays softball back where I'm from in Ohio and she's like huh. really good. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I have Sam Fisher on tell your daughter, you know? And that, that to me uh -huh. is like, it's meaningful because like yeah. you speak while you speak a human language, like it's still like you do bring those very specific things to little girls and how you can inspire them. Look what I did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I take that responsibility very seriously because I want to be somebody that, that someone can look at and say, Oh my God, like, I want to do what she's doing. Like, right. I want to be like that. Like I, I, I love that. And I think that that's, I think it is a responsibility. I'd love to be a role model or someone that someone can look up to and look for, for guidance. And, you know, I remember going through it myself. Um, I, there wasn't really anybody from my travel ball organization or anything from high school that kind of came back and talked to us. We didn't really have a lot of things to cling on to. It was just like the superstar Olympians that you looked up to. Right. So, so I, I appreciate that in my position because I know where I came from and I would love to, I love to be able to be that kind of person for. And I do, for I think that, that, I mean, I was reading like I, something about you, like, you know, like who your favorite athletes are and you know, it's like, Derek Jeter and she, I mean, this is my, maybe an older, first of all, we have to work on that. Like I'm a Met fan. So we're going to have to like change that. Oh, a little. No. Um, so, <laughs> but my business partner is a Yankee fan. So we have internal battles. So, okay. um, but like, I do think that that becomes like really important when, you know, someone like you, like a, a little girl that's coming up and playing softball can say that Sam Fisher is my idol, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, because like you're saying, it's a, it, not that you didn't have, you know, female idols growing up, but it's right. just not as prevalent. And I think that that's something that that was one of the sad things to me about like Kobe Bryant passing away was how integral I think he was going to be in really promoting women's sports. Yes. Yeah, he was he was huge in it and he was going to continue to be huge in it. And yeah. that that's yeah. something too. like I I think the growth of the college game and getting so much exposure on TV for college softball starts yep. people off younger. Cause like I said, like I watched college softball on TV, but the, when I was growing up, but there was the national championship and, and that was it. So a very little time to pick who your favorite player is. And <laughs> right. uh, you know, like you have the Olympic team who I, I still like when I think of my favorite athletes, obviously we've got Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan are in there, but then I've got like Natasha Watley, right. Kelly Crutch and Laura Berg. Like those women were people that I was just like, Oh my God, they're so cool. Right. I want to be, them. Right. but it's true. Growing up, the first thing that comes to my mind is who do you see the most? You know, you Derek Jeter, that's, yep. he was shortstop. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you're, well, keep like, like, keep going. Like, so, I mean, yeah. you're, I mean, you, you graduated and then you immediately joined the U S national team and like, you know, yeah. and I mean, like to kind of offshoot that, I mean, how much of a bummer is it that softball was not part of the Olympics for you? Like during like this time, I mean, you know, it's like, I can't even imagine that like a sport that is like really embedded in international play is not in the Olympics when I'm 
yeah. could possibly play. I mean, that has to be frustrating. Yeah, it was it was super sucky. I remember uh, because in 2012 it was in London. Like, I want to go to London. That'd be cool, <laughs> right? You know. Um, so yeah, it it was a bummer. But for for me, making the USA team in itself was just like, oh my god. Yeah. And so the bummer part was more so uh, kind of like an after the afterthought. Um, but yeah, I mean, I as soon as it came back in 2016 and said, okay, we're going to be in 2020. That was, that was the year. That was my last year with USA was 2016. And I was like, wait, I really, I guess I, this timing wasn't, wasn't the best if I wanted to be an Olympian, but it's funny. I've thought about it um, actually quite a bit as I'm, 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 you know, I'm getting older and I'm getting my playing days. They're, they're limited to this point. I, you know, I don't know when I'm going to retire, but I know it's going to be soon. Right. And I think, you know what, like of the list of things to accomplish for a softball player, I feel really good knowing that I accomplished everything except for one. And just because the one thing is being an Olympian and that's huge, doesn't mean that I didn't accomplish. It had nothing to do with you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, had it been in the Olympics, I was on the 2012 team who knows, obviously things could have been different if it had still been in the Olympics. But, um, I, I feel really good about the things that have happened, even though that one thing wasn't wasn't right. in the cards for me. I'm, I'm definitely at peace with it, even though it, it is a bummer, but I'm excited that I have so many good friends on the Olympic team. I'm excited to root them on, you know? Yeah. 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 Now. And I mean, like, of course, everything has been posted. It's, there's so many things that are just, Oh, come on. You know, like yeah, sports. Yeah. I just need to watch sports. I, I mean, I've talked yeah. to multiple people on the pod, podcast recently just about, you know, that slow kind of things are sort of coming. I mean, baseball is supposed yeah. to start this week and that's my right. like, I guess I my, yes. Whoa. Yeah. My, my beautiful baseball tattoo that I, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'm just like, I just have my fingers crossed and that yeah. it, it goes through because I, it's such a fabric of who we are, you know, and what we do. I mean, it's, it is like yeah. truly American in some weird way. Like, I, th- <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, baseball and softball, it, it just, it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it, I, my favorite thing is when people say like, Oh, it's just a game. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I'm cool living like that. Like if people think that that's silly, that my life is around a sport, then that's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's it's fine. a damn good sport. So like, let's yeah. leave it at that. So I, yeah. you know, um, like what, like keep, keep, preaching about like how you know like you played in multiple like you're what a two-time gold medalist is that right or is it three? silver silver well well i we won some gold medals at the, the world, world cup. cup right yes and then at world championships we uh we were silver twice when okay. i was on the yeah yeah so yeah a couple of couple of gold couple of silver um i mean wow like i can't even I still can't believe that I got to be on that team. It was one of those things where um, it was always a dream and that's, you know, going through, I, I, I imagine it's probably everybody's dream going yeah. through softball. It's like, I want to be an Olympian, you know? So it wasn't anything that made me stand out for any reason at all. It was just like, Oh my God, that, that'd be great. Let's be on the best team in the world, you right. know? Right. And when it, it started to become a reality as college kind of kept going on and, um, and I kept improving and, you know, my stats were getting better and, and my performance and, and, and all that stuff. I was like, Oh my God, wait, maybe it could be a goal now and not just a dream. <laughs> right. Like maybe this, this is attainable. Right. And um, I'll never forget when I got the email that I was invited. I just instantly was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like in study hall 
in study hall, you know, for school. And I was like, oh my God, I think my life's about to change. Right. But that, that experience was so amazing because it was, it was something for me as, as like a learning experience of how big softball is too. I learned so much more by being able to be on the USA team. I learned more about the pro league. I learned more about playing in Japan. I learned that there was so much softball to be played and that was exciting and also upsetting. Like, why didn't I know that before? I'm right. such a softball nerd. My whole life is softball. How did I not know these things? Right. So um, it just opened a lot of doors for me and, and it, it helped me um, grow in so many ways. And it just, it was such an honor to, to be on that team, especially coming from a small school. Like that was, that was what looked like a long shot. And, and to, to make it just, I sometimes, if I need a little confidence boost, I, I go back to that moment of like, you did this. So like, be confident, you know? <laughs> no. And I think that's, again, like that's something to take to, to kids everywhere. Like, again, that goes back to the ins inspiration component is because you did do it. And again, like it was a choice, like you chose to go to a smaller school. So it's like, it's almost like you set yourself up for a difficult journey, but I think in some ways, you know, like sometimes the journey is like just as in or ha whatever that phrase is, the journey is as important <laughs> as the, as the, but I, like, I, I yeah, whatever. yeah, no, no, but I think that it, there's, there's something just like really like your story. You can say it and say, I did this, you know, yeah. as opposed to going, you know, to a bigger school, not that, I mean, no journey is like easy, like by any stretch of the imagination, right. but I mean, I think that it, it, it is, it is kind of inspiring and, and to bring that to kids, like little boys, little girls, like anybody, like even adults, like I, you know, I am always, I mean, I'm being serious. Like I, I yeah. always think that, uh, I don't know if you know, like what we do, like we talk about yeah. creativity and like how important it is and like how we try to bring inspiration in that. But I, you know, like we are about like kids and, and, you know, like young adults and stuff, but I'm always like adults can do this too. Like adults should do this. And, and it's yeah. like, I, if I could go hit baseballs every day, I would, because I loved it. Like you said, you were kind of like just that junkie of being on the field. Like yeah. wanting, I would go hit baseballs every damn day because I, I just love raking, you know, I just yeah. love it. I just, I, I mean, and, and I miss it to death and it's yeah. like, you know, that, that, that feeling you get when you're, and I like shagging fly ball. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like I just yeah, like being out there and that's that thing. Like where you were just saying, you know, like, you know, that end is coming and that's cause that's one of those things that I've actually talked to other people I've had on the podcast. And I think back about when, cause I got, I went to Ohio state and I got red shirted okay. and then I quit and then my, wow. like I'm done because you know, yeah. I could have been drafted and, and so, but be you, once you go to school, you know, you have to like play three years or, and, and then it's just right. over. But that feeling of when your professional career is over or whatever, and just, it's not, it's not necessarily the missing the games. It's the camaraderie and the locker room and, and being on the bench and all that stuff. And, yeah. and so. Yeah. There, there's, so, it's so much more, it's so much more than, than a game. It really yep. is like just. And, and, and like, like you said, I think you made a good point. Like maybe I set the table a little bit harder for myself to achieve these things. But I think that that was, I think that was a, a position for me to thrive in was like, I need like having that challenge and, and being, you know, knowing that not only do I have to do good, 
but I have to do above and beyond in order to make these things happen. Like, let's do it. Let's try, you know, because it, LMU had never had a softball All-American. There, there had never been someone from LMU on the USA team. So it was almost one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know what? Going to UCLA where they have All-Americans and they have experience with girls going to USA, like it makes sense that they trust that school because yep. they produce this. So it makes complete sense that my path was a little bit harder. Um, but I don't think that I'd even get the opportunity if I would have gone to a different school because it just wouldn't have been the right fit for me. Right. So, no, and I think I, that, that that's a huge, cause you knew like that, see, that's a thing that you, you said early that you knew, like you did not want to yeah. go anywhere where like you wanted to stay close to home. Like, and, yeah. and, and I think that that's a lot of times just people don't know stuff like that. I mean, I, I truly think about myself and I just, I, you know, I should have gone, I should have gone and played baseball. That's what I really, I want. I could have been drafted low rounds and I, sh- that's what I should have done. But my parents wanted me to go to school and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing in school right now. Right. And, and, and it just, it was, it was just when a you're that young, yep. You have to make this huge decision. It's, it's hard. And that's yep. why even, even the kids who are committing when they're like 13, yep. when I was 13, I told my parents, I didn't want to go to college because there'd probably be too much homework. <laughs> You know, that's like, true. There is There's that's a way- lot to handle, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is a really hard decision. And that's why I think it's tough because, you know, you, there's so many outside factors of, well, this person's doing this. And like, maybe that's the thing that we're supposed to be doing, or you're only good if you go here or, you know, there's so many factors that don't make any sense for you and as an individual, because yep. going to college is such a huge personal decision of, what are you going to major in? Where are you going to live? You know, are you going to play as a freshman? There's just so many things. So yep. sometimes I, I understand, I understand the pressure of making that choice, but I also feel like it, you know, there's so many factors that are influencing it that have nothing to do with the personal decision that it really is. Yep. No, totally. I, and again, it, it like you, you said it really well. It's, it's just hard to figure out what you want to do at that age and being no. a student athlete, is like, I've actually, I teach art, um, at Virginia Commonwealth and I've actually started a program here called art and athletics. And because there's so many people that athletes that is, and I don't know if you were one of them or that really love creative outlets and different, you know, like, but you can't take those classes a, because being a student athlete is extraordinarily time consuming as we both know and it doesn't always fit in with that schedule and so like i created this thing where it's like student athletes really anybody in the university but the the athletic department loves it and student athletes can come in and it's almost like this this space where they can just like decompress and you know cuz creativity does that naturally yeah. and and you know so it's it's something that we're trying to like instill in, in other universities, like to give them this, this breather almost is lack of a better way to say it. That's so cool. I think that that like, cause not like for me personally, my outlet from softball was to go and, and do more softball, you know, but not everybody, <laughs> not everybody is built like that. People need to do something, have an outlet. And, um, like for, I actually, when I got like set up with this, I was like, I'm not creative 
at all. Like I can't even. That's color a lie. Them. That's a lie. I'm sending. <laughs> I'm sending you one of our journals, and you're going to start drawing in it. I swear. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd be like, "Wait, did we send accidentally send this to a kindergartner?" <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. I'll send you a box of crayons too. I mean, yeah, see, that's honestly. but then, see, that's the thing is like we like there's no definition of what creativity is. Like you could maybe you like to write, maybe you like. Um, yeah. To, to write music or poetry or, or like whatever, like it's just, it's really anything like to us is to, to really, you know, it's like, what's the, what's the term? Um, like the runner's high, like when you just kind of, uh, you know, you can get that in softball and baseball, like in the uh, zone is like another way to say it. But in, in art, it's like finding the flow. And it's like, you'll just be sitting there doing something. And all of a sudden it's two hours later. And it's just like, that's yeah. good for us, you know, but we don't talk about stuff like, I mean, I think we are getting better at it. Um, you know, it's actually really refreshing to see and actually healthy. I think when, when professional athletes are talking about their mental health and like how yeah. difficult things are, you know? Yeah. That's especially because of how much, um, athletes associate their, their well-being with their performance. That's yep. something I think that no one talked about that when I was going through it and growing up. And, um, I, I think I was lucky to have my, like my parents were an excellent support system so that they, you know, like, don't worry. Like we still love you, even though you suck today. Like, <laughs> it's fine. You know, my, that was, that was my, I think that was more my, my mom's side would, right. would be like, you were over three. I don't care. Fold your laundry, no. you know? <laughs> and, and that, that's, it doesn't matter. You're, you still right. have things. To do. Um, and my, you know, my dad, was always like, Hey, well, how can we make it? So we don't, that doesn't happen again and, yep. and focus on it being a learning experience more so than like, wow, you, you really embarrassed us out there. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Wanted to take a quick second to make sure to follow Sam on Instagram at Sam Fisher five two. That's S A M F I S C H E R five two. And this is USSB, also on Instagram. Make sure to stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, for subscription box information, upcoming events, pop-up exhibits, and other information. Now, back to Sam. But you're... And I, I read, like, some article, like, you really have a great relationship with your dad in terms of the softball. Thing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm assuming he was like the dad that took you hitting every day or something like that's what I was kind of gathering from. Is that a correct? Oh yeah. Assessment? Yeah. Everything, okay. everything that I do and like everything that I've been able to accomplish, it doesn't happen without him. He, right. he, and, and the more I talk about him and the more I talk to other people about their experiences, um, he's really like, he shouldn't be a rarity, but it seems like he, kind of is in a sense because he was so he never was like he was he was tough on me in that I needed to you know work hard and I needed to you know have a good attitude and 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 put forth my my you know put my best foot forward but he was never like degrading he was never right. in any in any way making it like it's me not my performance right so, like positive reinforcement but like yeah. you can still be tough with positive right. reinforcement right exactly exactly he was a really good mix of um you know you you didn't like if i was three for four and i hit two home runs we still would talk about the out that i made that's right you're a home run hitter see like <laughs> uh, i mean i i read i saw so yes. I, I, that's there's the long ball gotta, yeah. you gotta love it it so, is fun i, I it is fun. 
<laughs> no, I you know I didn't I, I I did not hit a home run like over a fence until my junior in high school, and then all of a sudden I just it like became a thing, and it was like wow. the weirdest. Yeah, no, it was just like I remember that I distinctly. Do you remember the first home run you hit? I remember the first home run I hit, but it wasn't over a fence. I don't okay. remember the first fence home run. Oh yeah, see, I remember the the first. That's way I, better. I yeah no, I just I I mean I hit home runs not over a fence, right. but the one over the I remember it distinctly, and it's yeah. just like I was flying around first base, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, and it was like, like I have to do spring. some sort of home run jog now. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah. that has I mean like. You know, I'm biased because I like the baseball, but I, hitting a ball is hard. It's like, so hard. It is insane. And hitting a ball like you do when you are hitting home, I mean, it's like, it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's something that I, I don't think that people understand how difficult it is to hit a ball. And particularly fast pitch softball is... Like I, I've I've always wanted actually fast pitch softball to like pitch against like major league baseball players. I mean, I'm sure you've wanted that as well because oh, yeah. those things are just like it's, it's a blink so of an eye. Hard. Yep, blink of an eye. Yeah, it's it, like I, it's funny because when I watch it, I can understand why people are like it's not that hard because these players make it look so easy. Yep. You know, I watch someone take BP. I'm like, wow, maybe hitting really is easy. And then I get in there. I'm like, no, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, it is like, I, I mean, cause I think, I mean, I think we're, we're built to, for football, like as a, as a country and, and which is not easy either. Don't get me wrong. But right. Baseball to me, like hitting, what's the, 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 one of my, the greatest phrases is Ted Williams hitting a round ball with a round bat squarely. <laughs> <laughs> is I, I mean that to me is like wow yeah okay there's geometry in that <laughs> and and it is and so like I think again not to like boost your ego but what you do and 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 how good you are at what you do is I I I want people to give women's softball credit like more credit and and in general because it's it is incredibly difficult. And the, yeah. the, what you guys do at, at such a high level is, you know, that's what, that's why you're on those teams is because, yeah. you know, and that's something it's funny because anytime, you know, on ESPN, if you see a story about a player, uh, like a major league baseball player, if you see kind of like, Oh, this is what he did to get where he is now. I'm watching these things. I'm like, I did all of the exact same things. Yep. You know, oh, he he woke up early to work out. Okay, I did that. Oh, he stayed <laughs> after for extra reps. Oh, I did that. Oh, he gave up going to a sleepover yep. to hit. Okay, I did that. You know, it's it's so interesting. And it, that's obviously a conversation for another day. But seeing all that stuff, I'm like, yeah, you know, we 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 all do the same thing. We all yep. work so hard uh, to get to the point of being at the top of our own game. So, yep. Yeah, it's it's a nice big challenge, but that's what makes it fun. That's what, like for me, that's what that's what keeps it so um, intriguing to me is like I can go out and hit off the tee every day for a week and work on something different. Yep. Every day, you know, I can go out and have and have a great night on Friday night's game and hit the inside pitch great, and then the next night strike out on the inside pitch. It's just it's so inf in, like infuriating, but that makes it so exciting because I'm like, okay, well, I I need to rise to that challenge. Right. Right now, are you, 
I did read you're, you're an assistant coach. Are you still coaching? No, I was, I, that was, um, I, I was done coaching in 2016. I coached at a okay. division three by my house. Okay. Yeah. Is that something, yeah. is that something you would be interested in doing like in the future? Do you know? So. Okay. I think so. Especially, um, a couple of years ago, Heather Tarr, who's the head coach at Washington, she came out and talked to our team, um, when we were playing somewhere and just said like keeping number one, keeping the women who played the sport in the sport, but yep. you know, having, strong women coaches that, and that really inspired me because like, I love softball. If my job, like you said, my job could be, you know, on the field every single day, then I take that job. Right. So, um, it's definitely, uh, something that I can see myself doing just because of how rewarding it was to coach to finally, like to see a girl just finally go, Oh my God, I get it. The light and you're bulb. like, okay, yeah. I'll see you later. I'm going home. That's yeah. all I need. <laughs> That's yeah. where you do the bat drop. Yeah, exactly. One. Exactly. So I, I, I do see myself in some way, shape or form being involved, uh, whether that is directly on the field coaching or whatever it might look like. I, I definitely don't want to leave the sport once I'm done playing. Right. That's for sure. Um, well, what, like, what do you want to talk about anything else? We always have, I always do something at the end. That's kind of mm -hmm. like the goofy questions or the, those I, whatever, but yeah. like, do you want to, I mean, like how, like I you kind of answered that you're, you know, like, it's probably going to come to an end soon, but like how, like how much longer do you think you're going to play? I, that's it. It, it all depends. I mean, with the Olympics being pushed yeah. back to next year, that's going to make pro softball look kind of wonky just because so right. many of the pro players on the Olympics team. So everything's like a day by day thing, but I did get to play a couple of years in Japan. Yeah. Um, and I, I absolutely loved it. So I would love to get back over there. Is it that's bigger like, over there? Like, is it, I mean, it, there's more team, there's 12 teams in the league. Yeah. Um, and you know, it is, it is bigger. They've been, this is, I think their 54th season out there. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So they've, they've got it pretty figured out. Um, but just being, oh man, it was just such an experience. So if I can get back over there, I definitely would play a couple more, a couple cool. more years. Yeah. It was amazing. And were you a home run hitter there too? Like, <laughs> I didn't know what's funny. I didn't, I didn't hit that many home runs over there. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was so weird. The, the bats are a little bit different. Not that that matters, but, um, it does. Yeah, I'm more honest to God. I think last season I hit one home run and like 28 singles. Right. Like, it, <laughs> and then they, they, they run for me because I'm, I'm slow. So it was like, why? Why did we bring this big, tall American over here if she's just going to be a base setter? That's right, not right, 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 right. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. Um, well, no, and, and to be honest with you, I, I will send you some and some journals if you want to, yes. to, oh give, my gosh, your, to give to your teammates. I think, I mean, that'd be awesome. Yes, um, because, that'd be great. So, um, but so like one of the things we, you know, we were talking about like earlier is like your your like kind of favorite players, but it, and, and like, maybe to keep, to elaborate on that a little bit, but also like teams, like, do you have, you know, teams that you have to watch that, or, you know, you're obviously, like you said, you're a, you're a California, California person. Uh, so like, is it, is it, I mean, and this doesn't have to just be like baseball, softball, like any sports like it can be the LA Lakers who I'm a huge fan of, by the way. And, okay. Um, old school magic Johnson was, was my, oh my gosh. Uh, That's like the light of my dad's life. Oh yeah. That guy. So, I mean, it's like, I, I'm, and it, and, and again, maybe it's, it's, it doesn't even have to like be just sports. Like maybe like, you know, 
it's a musician or or something and then oh. then we can kind of creep into like your your favorite bands and stuff and yes. so you're wearing tie-dye and i have to know what does the what does the tattoo say oh my, which one i got I oh got i'm just here. looking at like the signature yeah this says just keep swimming it's from oh. finding no it's from what finding nemo oh, okay okay yeah nice. i like that that's good yeah i've got my jersey number nice. i've got yeah nice. um but no, I, I guess like when I think favorite team, I automatically think the Yankees. My dad was a big Reggie Jackson fan. So I grew up liking the Yankees and okay. just stuck. Um, <laughs> we'll let but, that slide this time. <laughs> yeah, I know. As you know. Actually, but, have your dad listen to a podcast I did um, with the Worth family. Uh, okay. It's earlier this season. But his, uh, so it was the dad and two daughters and actually the mom jumped on earlier and the brother was not on there, but the brother played for the Washington Nationals, but the dad played for the Yankees. Okay. And, and, and so he actually is friends with Reggie Jackson um, uh. and he actually was, he was a catcher and he actually got called up after Thurman Munson had passed. So, so it's, wow. so it's crazy. Story. Yes, I will definitely tell him to yeah, yeah. love that. Yep. Um, but like, I can't, I think of college softball and I can't pick a team. I like, cause I just, I just watch all the games. Sometimes I don't even know who I'm rooting for. I'm just like, yay, softball. But no, but sometimes it's just like good to, to yeah, it's just fun. It's fun to watch a good game, yep. you know? And, um, but yeah, sport, I just, I love, I do love sports. I, I, um, when I think of the, all the other ones, like my, one of my all, well, I'm not going to say one of like my all time favorite athlete is Michael Jordan. Like I, God. So just recently when the last dance, the documentary, oh my gosh, it was like, I've watched it twice. I, I just said the yep. other day, I'm like, I think it's, I think it's time to rewatch it again. <laughs> like I, I love just, you know, like everything he embodies. I just, obviously the part of him sometimes maybe being a little bit of an ass is, is, is one thing, but the, just someone who's so freaking competitive. It yep. just, it, I'm, well, I and, and I think he even clarified, it's like, I got it. I got what we wanted to get done. Yeah, you know, exactly. You want to win? Here's what, here's how we have to do it. Here, I thought, go. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron guy because okay. of the Ohio thing, but oh. I'm also, I mean, Jordan was just, he was, he was an, his just own thing. Like oh. he, and, and to watch that and I, I'm, I'm just hopeful that like, you know, like kids that, you know, young adults watch that because you just don't understand how incredible he was. And watching that again, it was just like, I forgot. Like I actually went up to Cleveland to watch him play a couple times. And you just like, you just wow. forget how he, he was like, you know, speaking about creativity, like he was like a ballerina. And I mean, oh the, the, his, it was an art. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I agree. Like Jordan is, is kind of his own, uh, he's on his own planet. So As, that's, space it's, jam. It's, yes. <laughs> so that just put him over the top yeah. is space jam. But yeah. that's something it's funny because, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's very true. Um, I, people always, I, I'm a big reader. I love, love, love books. Like right. I, anything with words in it, give it to me and I'll read it. But um, my favorite thing is Harry Potter. The Harry Potter series is like my life. So whenever anybody asks, like, what's your favorite book? I have to like set Harry Potter aside and be like, that's implied. Right. And that's how I feel about Michael Jordan, where it's like, okay, well, who's the, the greatest athlete or basketball player of all time? Like he has to be kind of put aside. Let's talk about everybody else. Cause yeah. with him in the conversation, there's, 
there's no conversation. I, I mean, I like, again, I'm like a LeBron guy, but I have to agree with yeah. you because it's, it's, he's, he started it. Like, right. You know, I mean, yeah. like, he, like he, he blazed the trail and everybody yeah. else is on the trail now. Uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're, who knows if, if Michael Jordan wasn't there for maybe LeBron or those young, younger, these guys that are playing now to look up to, who knows what their game could look like. Yep. You never know. Yep. But, um, but yeah, I, gosh, I love Michael Jordan, but it's um, <laughs> just like, whew. ever met him? No. Okay. Oh my gosh. I think I'd pass out okay. to be honest. I have a very, I have a big tendency to be a fangirl or like get starstruck very easily, you know, <laughs> and I would, I would 100% pass out. Like even softball players that I now have known for a, a long time who are still big like hyperventilating. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, te- I'll get a text from Kelly Crutcher and be like, Oh my God, this is my life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, funny. Yeah. Do you like, that's- so other sport, I mean, like you like football, basketball, obviously you like basketball. I do. Yeah. I like, I like basketball. Um, I don't really have a team, uh, but I, yeah, Michael Jordan and like the old, like Magic Johnson, Kareem, those like Larry Bird, I could live in in those watching those throwbacks and just all the documentaries about those guys. Um, But I, I I do like football. I was a big Peyton Manning fan. So now I don't really have a team. I was rooting for the Colts and then I was rooting for the Broncos. And now I'm just kind of like, okay, go football. (laughs) You know, <laughs> go football. Yay. Loyola, you went to Loyola Marymount, right? Yes. They had a really great basketball team yeah. back in the yeah. 90s. Like, yeah. Like 1990. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They were freaking good. Yeah. Well, who's the, co- uh, what was the coach? I can't even think of his Westhead. Yeah. There you go. Paul, Paul yeah. Westhead brought Unreal. in. Unreal. Yeah. They, they still hold NCAA records yeah. for single season career, like, or, uh, yeah, single season stuff with points. Yeah. They, they were, they were so good. And that's something that like is a, le- is still a legacy at LMU with Hank Gathers and Bo Kimball yeah. and that whole team. And, and that was such a cool little piece because LMU is not exactly known for sports, you know, right. or, very academic school. So to have that legacy live on for this long makes me feel so cool to be a part of it because what I was actually- Do you, hold, do you still hold records, by the way? You held yeah. records. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty badass. See, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I, you know, and it's funny because I I do, if, if my records get broken, that means the LMU is doing well and that they're winning and that they're scoring and stuff. But then at the other, the other end of it, I'm like, I don't want my records. <laughs> Like I want those you are my records. Run. Hello. Yeah, you can hit you can hit one less home run, yeah. and that's still, that's or good. tie. Yeah. A tie's fine. Yeah, right? tie's a tie's fine. Okay. We'll hold it together, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but yeah, that it. I last year I was inducted in the Hall of Fame for LMU sports, and that's awesome. Uh, it was it, I couldn't. It was one of those things where I would just I had all these goals going into college, and that never even crossed my mind. It wasn't something where I was like, well, I'm gonna be this forever you know right so when that happened it was so cool and when they put my picture up in the hall of fame it was right next to hank gathers picture oh whoa and that's after cool. i was like wait a second this that's when it re- even hit me like more so i was like this feels like a big deal yeah so that's surreal like those things i, th- yes. I mean they do become just i mean i i've had moments like that which like my i used to sing in a band and we cool. went to new york a bunch and we played at a, at a club called CBGB's, which no longer exists. But this I like is like, that name, though. it's a club where like Blondie started, the Talking Heads, oh. the police played. And I'm just like, I remember being on stage and it's like, you know, you just have those, like, this is not even real yeah. right now. So yeah, that's the perfect word is surreal. That's the perfect word yeah. for it. So I love it. Um, 
Okay, so now I need to ask the question of you're you've traveled. Yes. What's what is like we'll go with like what is kind of like one of your favorite cities ish? It can be where you live still because you obviously love it out there and you live in a great area. So like <laughs> we're jealous here. Um, and in that, like, like maybe favorite restaurants, we always try to get restaurants. So when we visit that, we know where we're oh, going wow. or, so, or food, you know, if, it, if you don't have a favorite restaurant, like maybe it's a favorite good. food. Yeah. I, well, I, my favorite city I've ever been to is Amsterdam. I just, yeah. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's super cool city. Oh my gosh. And they like still, I love French fries and they still to this day, world's best French fries is in Holland. See, that's the best answer you can ever Hell yeah. Yes. I like throw some French, like they would serve you, you'd order soup and they'd give you a side of French fries with it. It doesn't make any sense, but French I fries go with potato. everything. French fries yes, go with everything. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to dip it here in my soup. But are you, know? you a ketchup fan? I do like ketchup. Okay, good. I'll dip. I'll dip my French fries in anything though. Like Me too. If, if I eat a burger, whatever juices fall out, yeah, 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 dip yeah, the yeah. French fries yeah. in it. So yeah. no, totally. Um, but yeah, no. Actually, <laughs> one of my favorite places to go is New York City. I love New York City, and that's the, I. Um, I'm also a big sandwich fan. Like if you can find a good deli, right? That's, I I want to go to the deli. But I think um, Carnegie Deli. The last time I was there wasn't open. So, um, I don't know if it's like closed for real, but that's, that's a spot. If it's still a thing, that's a good spot. Carnegie Deli. Yeah. In New York City. Know, yeah. I don't know if I know what that is. I use, I, yeah, I'm making it up too. I don't know. I know. I mean, it sounds completely legit to me. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I go up there. I mean, I'm like five hours from New York, oh, but lucky. I haven't, I haven't gone. Well, no East coast. I'm not an yeah. East coast person. Oh yeah. That's true too. You have to live over there if you're five hours away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see that, and, but yeah. I like I haven't been up there for a while. Particularly, obviously, since COVID Naturally. hit. So, yeah. Um, but it it's a wild city. I mean, do you go? Obviously, not right now. But do you go into to LA like to downtown a lot, or do you stay kind Surprise, of in the skirts? No, not not really. I'll go with my grandparents. My grandparents. My grandparents are the reason that I have like a little travel bug in me because they've just been everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, you know, go, I'll mostly go in with them and they know all the spots. Right. They're like, okay, here's where we have to go for coleslaw. And then here's how <laughs> where we have pancakes, you know, they know right. everything. So it's more so with them. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I could talk about food just for another hour. I, I, I like, <laughs> you should start, I love you should start your food blog. I should be like, here, oh, Sam's eating nachos again. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. So what, 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 um, what is like your, you have a podcast. Oh yeah. Called, what is the name of it? I know she told me. Unknown Pro. Right. Um, and so is it predominantly with other athletes and like, or like, so I'm like, I'm curious, like I always love to like listen to other podcasts, which we'll, and I'll, we'll obviously promote it as well um yeah cool so um it's mostly it's honest to god right now it's me talking to my friends of and cool. they're all football players you yep. know it's every every one of my friends i feel so lucky that i get to like say that these people are my friends because it's just so far it's just all softball players and just kind of i love i don't know if you've gotten the vibe i love talking i love talking to people it's <laughs> there. there's so many things that you can learn from people and i think it's just so cool and um like we kind of touched on earlier there's there's only some, sometimes it feels like there's only light shed on the 
the specific pass of, oh, you went to a big school and you're an All-American yeah. and this all happened for you. And there's so many more stories in that. Not just saying like my story is different, but there's so many things within these stories of how people ended up to where they are now that yep. that doesn't get talked about. So, I mean, there's stuff on the on some of the episodes where I already knew about my friends because they're my friends. But there's stuff that I'm like asking these questions. And I'm like, whoa, you went through that? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. You know, so. No, and then those are the things yeah. that inspire people or, or, yeah. or help people. And I, I 100% agree. Like uh, to be able to, like, there's, there's so much content in the stories that not everybody knows. I mean, there's still obviously right. content in the stories that people know, but like when you're talking right. with your friends, it's like you have that comfort level that you can like get something out of them that maybe they're not going to say to somebody else. And then that's, yeah. that's the benefit. So, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's not so much like knocking those big stories. It's just that like, there's more, like that's just the tip of the iceberg, you know, like that. I love just, making it that it's like, there's nothing wrong with these people who did these things, but it's like, there's all these other people who have done, you know, like, like I think about the girls that I played professional with, we're all at the same level now, but there was like 400,000 different paths in order for us to get on the same field. Yep. So, so yeah, it is. And it, it is such, it's a fun vibe just being able to sit and have a conversation with your friends. Yep. No, totally. So like yeah. maybe, maybe like to wrap up, sort of, or what, I don't know. I, I never like close these things well anyway. So who gives a shit? Um, what, what, like, so how, how's it been like for, for you, you know, you and your, your teammates with COVID in terms of, you know, like practicing, playing, you know, obviously there's just like so much yeah dead space. I mean, uh, for lack of a better way to say it, like, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, what's funny is when this first all happened in March and everything kind of shut down, it, it wasn't that much different than to like the everyday preseason kind of life, because you're already practicing by yourself. You're already right. kind of doing things on your own because we live all over the country. There's, you know, I, I don't live near anybody I play with. Um, and so it was pretty much just like, oh, this is just the same routine. Right. Just everybody else is home now, you know? Yeah. Right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. So it's, it's, it, um, it, it was challenging in a way of like the gym was closed. So then I had to kind of figure out how to work out at home yep. without somebody telling me to like run faster. That was hard, <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, it was very, it was very similar to the, to the regular off season life for okay. a softball player. Yeah. Um, but the whole pandemic part was just like, okay, well, should I go to the grocery store or not? You yeah. know, so. uh, I've, I've given, I actually just drove out West, but I, I have given up on the grocery store. I just have it delivered <laughs> as much as, and I mean, like, you know, like I'm, I'm healthy. I work out every day, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, who the hell knows, you know? Yeah. No, I don't, I, the people who I think know still don't even know, right. you know, <laughs> I actually, um, what is it? Next week, if you listen to our podcast, we, um, I have a friend of mine that's an infectious disease doctor that'll be on, and he actually, it's cool because he actually played soccer in college and he's also a musician. So he's kind of this abstract athlete, wow. but yet he's an infectious disease doctor. So yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. I'd love to listen to that. So, um, awesome. well, is there anything I didn't ask you? <laughs> I didn't. You know, we did, we, we did, we covered actually so much, but I didn't get to say that my favorite, my favorite musician is Ed Sheeran. Oh I yeah. To yeah, yeah I, the musician. Yeah. No, that's, I had to put it out there because okay. it came up and I was like, I can't forget about Ed. <laughs> I love no, him. No, I, 
I'm that's the one thing I miss like I think is the ability to go see a band live right now. Concerts. Yep. Yes. I just said this the other day. I said, "Man, I miss concerts cuz like I'll my husband and I have gone. We went the la uh last year I went with my teammate in Japan and we saw Ed Sheeran in Tokyo yep. and it was like obviously life-changing uh <laughs> but yeah any that's something where it's like if i'm bored and i'm nothing to do i'll be like who's playing in the area and yep. when you know yep. oh my gosh live music yep now it, it's it's uh i hope it comes back because i mean there's I just know. obviously there's just so much of this stuff that is like fingers crossed moment you yeah. know like I'm an optimistic person. You seem very optimistic and positive. I mean, and it, but it gets hard sometimes because it's like, yeah. uh, you know, and then you, you see good news about maybe the vaccines and stuff. So I'm just like, okay, things are yeah. going to get better. Things are going to get better. Um, yeah. But thank you for doing this. This is like yes. so awesome. And we're going to like inspire the youth. That's what we're doing. Do it. Let's so, I'm, I'm all in for that. So, um, and I do, and we'll just say goodbye right now, but we won't get off. But um, okay. let me, I will send you um, a couple journals if you want. And, yes, I would and, love that. I yeah. love that. What's what? What's an address to send it to? So, oh gosh, let's see. We're, my husband and I are moving next week. So, oh wow. I'll give oh wow. Away. That's, I need, you can also email it to me if you want. That's, that's fun. Oh yeah. Let's do that. Cause just okay. so I don't know if I've changed my address yet. So yep. I'll, I'll email it yep. to you that way. I know exactly what no, my address is. No. Yeah. You know, that's exactly. So, um, but like, let, I want to definitely stay in touch. And like I said, yeah. we, um, we always in the intros and outros, I always like pimp out stuff. So I'll definitely, cool mention your podcast um if there's anything else you want me to like you know like make sure to check out sam's ball you know if you, if, you know you know whatever um yeah that's awesome thank so, you um and and i'll definitely be in touch with jade but like no th yeah. I really thank you guys for doing this because it's oh my um, gosh i was so excited i'm so this was <laughs> i like this last month or so i've been doing a lot of having a lot of conversations or doing like interview type stuff yeah and this was such a fun conversation. Like, no. And been... again, like I didn't want to get into that, you know, like, cause Oh yeah, it's no, like, of course. it's like, I'm, I'm on keeping my fingers crossed. I'm working on trying to get Elena Della Don on, which would cool. be a huge get, yeah. but she's going through all that stuff right now. And it's like, I partially just want to talk to her cause she's a designer. Like she designs like furniture and different stuff like that. And that's yeah. why I would be interested. And it's like, we don't need to talk about all this shit right. she's going through um, because yeah. I think the stuff you guys uh, like, I, I can't even imagine, you know, I mean, really a lot. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's, it's just the country is like a mess. I, I'll just, it really is. Um, I'm, I like am just waiting to vote. I just want to vote right now. I mean, I, I know right. November seems like it's I'd, so far away. I just can't, you know, I it's, I'm, I'm, again, I'm hopeful. I wasn't hopeful before the pandemic. I have to be honest with you. I was like, this is just, but like yeah. he's, so it, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. What, like, I, I, I just feel like this year should be documented and then studied. Oh, good Lord. Yes. I mean, is the way that it's been, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So to sit but, here in July and have the optimistic feeling is kind of, if you would have said that in March, I've been like, yeah, the optimistic feeling is going to, you're going to be strong through July. I'd be like, wow, that's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, it's, it's hard. I mean, it really, it like, 
and I, you know, we were in school and then we had spring break and we never came back. So I was doing this with okay, my students yeah. and students like were, it was a roller coaster, yeah. you know, oh, like one. That. And you know, it's like, I have a lot of student athletes, baseball oh. players, they lost their season. And I can't, again, like I got red shirted. So I think I'm a good teacher because I understand the dynamics of being an athlete, right. and but at the same time, it's like to, to lose. And it's, and then like, they've already canceled sports in the conference yeah. here yeah. for fall. And it's like, I can't imagine that like being a, a kid oh. in this time. No, so. gosh, I, I just devastation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'm, I try to think I'm not like a dramatic person, but I, I know that if 15 year old me was in high school and softball was canceled, I would be devastated. Absolutely. You kidding like, me? Yeah. I can't imagine. Like I, yeah, I cannot imagine not playing. Yeah. And so not at all. Um, well, thank you. Like this yeah, was, this was awesome. So and, and like I said, we'll stay in touch and just, uh, email me the address when you get it and I'll yes, get out a yes, couple I'll journals and, and tell, well, I'll, I'll text Jade and, and say, thank you. This was awesome. Yeah, because this was thank you. like, you're okay. such an easy person to talk. Cause oh. no, I'm just like, I, I always just like it when guests are just, well, you know, because <laughs> and it is like, sometimes like I've had it where you just talking and then all of a sudden it just stops and I'm like, uh, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, Oh, I don't know what to say yeah. now. <laughs> so, um, I love it. But enjoy the day. It's only 109 here at Heat Index. So yeah, it's warm. I have so. here. It's, it's, oh, it's uh, 75. Oh, yeah. tough, tough. I know. I'm saying that's the song, Sunny yeah. and 75. <laughs> I wanna, this is why I want to move to Colorado. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. Well, we will catch up soon. And, and thank great. you. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. again to Sam for coming on the podcast with me today. I really uh, had such a great time talking to her and learning about her path. Again, make sure to follow her on Instagram at samfisher52. That's S-A-M-F-I-S-C-H-E-R-5-2. And this is U-S-S-B also on Instagram. Thank you for listening to The Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com and social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information, including our daily creative training journals and subscription boxes. Make sure again to listen to our upcoming podcast on the Abstract Athlete Network. One is called The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C and follow us on Instagram or social media, I guess, uh, at The Abstract Doctors. And make sure to follow our other podcast coming up called One Man's Ethos with Tony Mandridge. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also check out Tony's work at TonyMandridge.com. See you next time when we talk with incredible artist, former Virginia Tech football player, and current Senior Director of Player Development for the Washington football team, Malcolm Blacken. Thanks as always, and do not forget to exercise the body, and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. Thank you.